Okay, uh, good morning everyone. Today we're going to talk about love. Can you tell your seatmate, I love you? Yan. Of course, pag di mo asawa yan, please do not. Ah. Okay? If it's your wife or your husband, you tell him, I love you. But if it's a female, female, pwede rin. Male, male, pwede rin. Okay, today, we're going to look at the topic <coughs> of love. You know, um, I grew up in a household wherein there were not too many rules. No, konti lang rules namin. Tatlo lang, if I'm not mistaken. Number one, study well. Diba? Siyempre, Chinese family, study well. Second, eat. No? Eat when told. So, when your mom says eat, you eat. Third, obey. Obey your mom. No? Yun lang yung tatlong rules namin. No? Uh, study, eat, and obey your mom. And those were the three rules or house rules that ran our, our home. And as I have my own family din today, we also have a few rules in the house. Uh, we operate on respect, no? Respect your parents. That's what we teach our children. We teach them honesty, no? It's alright to fail, no? Basta wag lang mag-cheat, no? But you know, they still do it, but we teach them, no? <laughs> to be honest. Uh, we, we teach them uh, to trust, no? Trust God and also have, you know, have that character. And lastly, we teach them love. No? Love God, love your family, love your brothers. No? Those are the rules that we implement in our, in our home. So why only these things? No? Because I believe everything just falls into place. If you put these um, simple rules that will govern your family. Though I know in our family, uh, my wife, Loris, can write 101 rules, no? a handbook for our family to obey. But you know what? The more rules you put in the house, it just gives no, our children more ways to break our rules. So actually, if you put simple rules, it kinds of... Um, when you say love, you, love God, love your family, no, lahat yan, na, naka, nakabalot na eh. No? And your children cannot really find ways to break those rules. So, rules are good, they are needed, but too many rules tend to make things more confusing at times. And today, in this message, we're gonna learn from Jesus. You know, eh, because there was a lawyer who decides to ask Jesus, to summarize the 600 plus rules in the Old Testament okay, into one, into one rule. So which brings us to our text today in Matthew 22, in Matthew 22. In Matthew 22 verse 34, it says, Hearing that Jesus had silenced the Sadducees, the Pharisees got together. You see, in Matthew 22, in the, in the opening verses, no, downwards, um, Jesus, okay, had already silenced the Pharisees for the first time, no? Na-silent na na yan. Okay, for the, in the Matthew 22, if you read sa taas, no? I'll just run through it. They tried to trick Jesus already. They asked Him if we should pay taxes or not. 
You know, but Jesus was able to answer the question, and the people were amazed. No? Then the Sadducees naman came and also tried to trick Jesus. Okay? Uh, but Jesus was too wise. Jesus said in Matthew 22 verse 30, At the resurrection, people will neither marry nor be given in marriage. They will be like angels in heaven. But about the resurrection of the dead, have you not read what God said to you? So Jesus was actually, you know, um, he was kind of sarcastic and telling the Sadducees, have you not read your Bible? You know, you're, you're supposed to be the intelligent ones. Have you not read your Bible? Now in verse 32, sabi niya, I am the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. He is not the God of the dead, but of the living. And again, the people were amazed. No? And um, the Sadducees, umalis na naman. So here in verse 34, the Pharisees come again for round three. No? Hindi pa sila natuto. So they still want to test Jesus. <clears throat> so they send one of their lawyers. No? May lawyer ba dito? Lawyer. No? Magagaling mga lawyer, no? matatalino. So itong lawyer, pumunta siya. One of them, an expert in the law, tested him with this question. Teacher, which is the greatest commandment of the law? Which is the greatest commandment of the law? You know, this is a good question, actually. Now, of all the rules in the Old Testament, which is the greatest? And the Pharisees wanted to trick Jesus. Okay, so what is the, command, what is the greatest commandment in the law? So, um, this lawyer was asking, no? Ano ba yung pinaka-importanteng law ni Moses? Okay? And, Jew, and the Jews, no? Yung mga Jews, the people, actually they know the answer. Because the Jews, they always recite Deuteronomy 6 verse 5. They recite it every day. Actually, the Jews, they recite this verse two times a day. And this verse is, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and strength. They recite it every day. It's called the Shema. No? Shema. S-H-M-A. So the people know it by heart. And this is what Jesus answered to the lawyer. In verse 37, he goes, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. Then he goes, This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. So Jesus says, and the second is like it, love your neighbor as yourself. So Jesus, for the first time, He combines the two commandments. He combines Deuteronomy you know, and yung Leviticus. Okay? He, combi he combines it and makes it into one. In Leviticus 19 verse 18, it is, love your neighbor as yourself. So Jesus says, and the second is like it, meaning love God and love your neighbor is equal. It must go hand in hand. It must go hand in hand. In the Old Testament times, actually, it was possible for people to love God and be unkind to others. Hindi lang naman sa Old Testament, no? kahit today. In our times today, we say we love God, yung vertical relationship. But we are unkind to others. <clears throat> Jesus was actually introducing something new from a vertical orientation 
he was saying, kailangan horizontal is the same. No? In the past, no? in the past, in the Old Testament, kaya, di ba, um, people say they love God. Okay? Kasi for them, loving God has no relation in how you treat other people. And many of us, that is how we also live today. We like to say we're Christians, but when it comes, when it comes to helping, when it comes to giving, we like to turn a blind eye. Jesus is saying, starting today, you cannot say you love God and you hate your neighbor. We cannot say we love God and we hate our neighbor. So in Matthew 22, verse 40, all the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. Okay, Jesus means okay, that all the books in the Old Testament, from Genesis to Malachi, to Malachi are hanging on these two commandments, which are love God and love your neighbor. Lahat yan, Genesis to Malachi, are hanging on the two topics or the two commands, love God and love your neighbor. So Jesus reduces all the 600 plus you know, laws into this one great command. Next slide, uh, please. Yan. So imagine mo, no? ito yung command, love God, love your neighbor. And all these books actually, no, yun sabi, all the law and the prophets hang on these two commands. So if you read Genesis to Malachi, always put that in mind. Always go back, you know, that God wants us to love God by loving our neighbors also. No? To love our God is to love our neighbor. So the next question, you know, actually that we should ask is, who is your neighbor? Who is your neighbor? Again, in the Old Testament, your neighbor is defined as your fellow Jew. It's defined as someone you like, you like hanging around with. It's defined as someone like you, katulad mo. No? Like, if you're a businessman, you like to walk with businessmen. If you're a pastor, you like to walk with pastors. Alam mo, di ba? Nakita mo mga pastor pa nagsama-sama. Di ba? Joke yan ng joke. Di ba? Pero pag kinausap yan ng mga deacon or minsan ng mga ibang member, ayan, mabait yan. No? Ganun-ganun lang yan. Pero pag pastor-pastor nagsama, no? parang lumalabas din yung sungay minsan. No? Joke-joke, tapos mayabang. Ganyan. Kasi, ganun eh. You like to be with no? people like you. And that is what, um, yun yung meaning ng loving your neighbor sa Leviticus in the Old Testament. So Jesus here, he redefines neighbor. Because, you know, a few weeks later, another lawyer comes. Daming lawyer, no? Daming lawyer sa mundo dito. Okay? And Jesus, in Luke 10, um, 29, uh, the lawyer, no? It, it talks about who is my neighbor. And Jesus tells the story of the Good Samaritan. The Good Samaritan. Okay, I'll just refresh your memory. It says, a man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho when he was attacked by robbers. They stripped him of his clothes, beat him, and went away, leaving him half dead. So the first one who passes by is a priest. A priest happened to be going down the same road, and when he saw the man, he passed by on the other side. Huh? It's like us, di ba? 
dito sa Benavides, we see poor people. No? From here, you walk to Cosway, meron mga beggars on our side. So what do we do? Pag malapit na, we go out to the streets or we cross to the other sidewalk because we don't want to see them. Okay? How do I know? Because that's what I do. Okay? That's what I do. Okay? In verse 32, So too, a Levite, when he came to the place and saw him, passed by on the other side also. But a Samaritan, as he traveled, came where the man was. And what did he do? When he saw him, he took pity on him, he went to him, bandaged his wounds, no? pouring oil and wine. Then, dinala pa niya sa hospital. Okay? And the next day, ano pa? he took out two denarii, gave them to the innkeeper. Nag-advance payment pa. Tapos sabi pa niya, Look after him when I return. No? I will reimburse you kung kulang pa. So Jesus here redefines to us what is a neighbor. So from Leviticus 19, where a neighbor is your fellow Jew, one like you, and one who likes you, Jesus says a neighbor is someone not like you, someone who may not like you, and someone who needs your help. This is our neighbor. This is our neighbor. Do we get it, church? Do we get the point? Or have we not gotten the point? We have been so comfortable in our own life that we don't care about our neighbor. And yet, we keep on coming to church every Sunday, inviting people. And sometimes we wonder, bakit hindi napupuno yung church natin? It's because We don't love our neighbors. This was new because Jesus is teaching us that a neighbor is someone who needs our help at any time and anywhere. So let's review the lesson that we're going to take home this morning. To love our God is to love our neighbor. Can we, can we recite that together? One, two, three. But you know what? Jesus was not yet done. He wanted to go deeper you know, with his teaching of love. So, Jesus in John 13, when he knew his time was almost up on earth, he gave a new command to his disciples. In John 13, verse 34, you know, ito yung sabi ni Jesus, A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another. Alam mo when... When he said this, you know, his disciples, he was with his disciples lang. He was eating with his, with his disciples. His disciples were thinking, wala naman bago ah. Love one another, same to. No, same to, it's the same. Okay? But you know, Jesus said, in, uh, tinuloy niya, you know, Just as I have loved you, you also are to love one another. 
A new commandment I give to you today, <clears throat> that you love one another just as I have loved you. You also are to love one another. So what makes this commandment a new commandment? It's because we are told to love as Jesus loves. It means we must show grace as Jesus has shown grace to us. It means we must forgive as Jesus has forgiven us. We don't forgive because the Bible says so. We forgive because Jesus forgave you and me. Love is at the core of God's commandment. The command is to love Jesus. Now again, the verse says, a new commandment I give you. It's not a suggestion. It's not an idea. Hindi siya yung pwede ba? No. It's a command that we should love as Jesus loves. And a true disciple must live this commandment out every day. And we have to live out our love for Jesus every day. Jesus doesn't stop here. Okay? He models to us what is love. In John 13, okay, he, he decides to go on his knees and starts to wash his disciples' feet. This is a powerful image of what love is. Our Savior, Jesus Christ, becoming a servant. This is what love is. It's about humility. It's about sacrifice. It's about service. It's about thinking of others as better you know, than yourself. Love is about servanthood. So the challenge today is, has the church gotten this new command? And when I say church, I'm not saying the building. I'm saying, have all of us gotten this new command? That we have to love as Jesus loves. You see, people, <coughs> I'll give you an example. Lately, no, hindi ko alam bakit, tuwing Saturday, Sunday, ang haba ng pila sa wine. Di ba? Nagugulat ako. Sabi ko, bakit ba? Ano ba nangyari? No, dati, I can eat at wine anytime. Pero ngayon, Saturday, Sunday, hindi ako makakain. Di ba? Bakit? It's because they love wine. Di ba? They love wine. Pipila sila. Isipin mo, yung pila ng wine, ha? it's from wine entrance hanggang dun sa may, ano, mutsarap. Medyo mahaba din yun, ha? pila sila. Okay? They, pumipila sila because hindi naman free. Buti kung free, di ba? Hindi naman free. But they, pumipila sila because they love to eat there. They love it. Okay? How about us today? You know? Have we gotten this command that we have to really love each other? Do people want to belong to a church? You know, people want, actually, people want to belong to a church that loves as Jesus loves. Totoo yan. People want to go to a church that really shows that we love as Jesus loves. And the question I leave to each one of us here today, have we gotten this new command? There was a year, no? Um, dati pa yata to, eh. When we ran um, some sticker slogans, we put 
UECP cares. Do you remember that? UECP cares. And UECP loves. A UECP family. Now, UECP cares, UECP family. You know, and, and when we ran that slogan, okay, that was a culture thing. You know? And we wanted that, and our church ran with that slogan, ran, it, ran with that culture. And you, in that time, you could sense the family. No? And family is love. So if people um, see and feel that as a church, we love as Jesus loves, then people will want to be part of that church. It's automatic that people will also line up here to join us for worship. Once they see that a church loves as Jesus loves. So the question I ask us all this morning, do you love as Jesus loves? We are the church if we, who say we love God, yet we don't love as Jesus loves, then that is what the community will also see. So I ask us again for the last time this morning, have we gotten the message right? So let's recite again. To love God is to love as Jesus loves. Can we say this together? One, two, three. And today, I want us to reflect on this question. No? How can I demonstrate the love of Jesus in my everyday life? How can I treat others better? You see, love is an action word. So, so to whom can I show my love today? And you can ask yourself, how am I as a dad, as a mom, do I demonstrate my love to my children? How am I in the workplace? Do I demonstrate uh, the love of Jesus to others? Do I exude love or do I exude something else? My friends, I hope that we get the message today. If we say we love God, we have to love as Jesus loves. God bless everyone.